Hey, what's going on, everyone? It's scriptwriter Steve with a shameless plug for my company, Dream Weddings Hawaii. So, if you want to get married in Hawaii, if you want to get your vows renewed in Hawaii, and if you want some family pictures in Hawaii, make sure you check me out. So, my website is dreamweddingshawaii.com. So, that's dream, weddings with a S, Hawaii spelled out, dot com. Hey, what's going on, everyone? What is cooking? This is Scriptwriter Steve, and welcome to my podcast, Barbecues Movies. Well, today is July 29th, 2022. It is currently 3.09 a.m. in the morning. <sighs> I should be going to bed, but here I am talking to you folks. I got a lot of things to say. Again, let me first off start off with apologizing that I haven't been podcasting that much. You know, it's summer season. There's a lot of weddings to go on. Uh, there's a lot of vow renewals going on. And, uh, you know, I just haven't had the time to, I guess, podcast as much as I really wanted to. And I said that in my last podcast. And, you know, to be honest, I don't know when my next podcast will be uh, during COVID. You know, I started this entire podcast during COVID, during the lockdowns, and I didn't have much to do. So I would podcast maybe once or twice a day. I wasn't very good at it. I'm not still sure if I'm good at it. Uh, but, you know, I would give my opinion on what the hell was happening. And uh, I'm still giving my opinion on what the hell is happening here. And I, again, I talk about everything under the sun from barbecue to movies and, uh, you know, and all the things in between. Uh, my podcast at one time, it was going minorly viral. And then I think I got canceled by, I think, some of my providers out there because I started to talk about things that were like uh, uh, very much controversial, such as Roe vs. Wade and my opinion about uh, the insurrectionists and also my opinion about transgenders. Uh, yeah, I really do believe that women have vaginas and men have penises and apparently they they didn't like that too much and I got demonetized and um and I very do I very much do think that this quote-unquote insurrection that happened on January 6th was just a bunch of you know protesters that were very very angst and they got out of hand they stormed the capitol nothing happened though nothing really drastic happened other than Ashley Babbitt getting killed I've seen insurrections on TV. I've seen the insurrection that, that just happened overseas, over there in Sri Lanka, where they're just storming there and, you know, they're, they're out there burning, you know, you're, you're burning the president or whatever, the, the leader's clothes and everything. And he had to run for the, he had to run for the hill and he was really, really scared and they were armed to the teeth and they burned things, right? That's an insurrection. And I remember when Donald Trump took office and the Antifa and Black Lives Matter and everything like that in, in 2016, they started burning things down in DC, overturning cop cars, throwing bricks at cops and trying to actually get into the office, you know, executive offices right there on the hill. Yet the media did not say that was an insurrection. You know, they were trying to overturn something. And then I saw the Democrats lie to the public, weaponize the FBI, and, um, and weaponize a lot of other three-letter agencies, uh, all to overturn an election. So they were a threat to democracy. The Democrats, for three years, lied to you that Russia was colluding with Donald Trump and he had stole the election. We all found that out was a lie. When, when that failed, 
They, they impeached him, you know, and under a phony Ukraine phone call, and that didn't work. And then what happens? Oh, this insurrection comes up. They say, oh, we're going to impeach him twice. Again, without, we had to impeach him right before he goes out of office without, you know, actually doing any investigation. And, you know, before, they thought for three years we're going to investigate Donald Trump about Russia collusion. Maybe we can you know dig up some like like evidence about him, and we can kind of impeach him on that. But with this second impeachment 2.0, they didn't do any research. They rushed to judgment, and now they're having a hearing, you know, researching about the insurrection and then calling witnesses that are really haven't witnessed anything. Why don't we just say that they're not witnesses? This these witnesses heard the story from someone who heard it from someone else. So this is like third-hand gossip. And all of a sudden, these people are, you know, paraded around as substantial witnesses. And it is such a freaking joke. And they're bad lies. Bad lies written with huge plot holes in them that if we treated them like movies, we would say, what in the world is going on? Why are you lying? Why are you constructing such bad lies? Um, you know, that, that, that anybody with common sense can kind of figure out. Like, Donald Trump, you know, he actually grabbed the secret agent, uh, the, the steering wheel from the secret agent and tried to drive the limo, you know, back to the Capitol. How can he do that from the back seat? How can he do that from the, the car called the beast when you cannot access <laughs> the driver's compartment, the driver's cockpit from the, 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 um, the, the area, I guess what the, I guess the passenger area where Donald Trump is. You can't do that. It's impossible. So it was a lie that was written very, very poorly. And here we have this, yeah, I guess there's a lady who was an aide to like, uh, um, the, the chief of staff over at, over at, uh, in the White House. She's so far removed. And she said, I heard from another agent. This is what happened. <laughs> well, you heard wrong. Why don't we interview, why don't we interview the actual agents, the people who are interacting with Donald Trump? Why don't we interview them? They're willing to get interviewed. No, they don't want to call him. They do not want to call them. Why don't we allow Donald Trump to stand trial right here? And why, why can't we cross-examine him? Why can't the, um, why can't Donald Trump's lawyers, right? Rudy Giuliani cross-examine their witnesses. Because there's too many holes in their, in their testimony and it would fall apart like you would not believe. It's just a bad, bad lie. And this right here, what's going on right now is a show trial. It's made completely <laughs> to, 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 um, I guess re-educate the public about Donald Trump, to re-educate them or to redefine history on what actually happened. Do you know that during the January 6th uh, hearings, they didn't even they didn't even talk about what happened to Ashley Babbitt. The only person who actually died during this quote-unquote insurrection. And she was apparently a threat to democracy. So much of a threat that she had to get shot in the neck by this police officer, who they gave a medal, by the way, for protecting them, when it was obvious that he shot an unarmed woman. But why did he get a medal for? And he believes to this very day that he did something, that he was protecting someone. There's something wrong with this picture. Something very, 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 very wrong. And now we're living in this world where we're giving the Democrats the ability, the liberty to redefine terms, redefine our English language. Um, and it, common sense has basically gone out the window, right? All of a sudden, <laughs> you know, we don't know what a woman is, right? 
We have no idea if they're a woman. We don't have no idea what a lesbian is these days because apparently a lesbian can have a penis. Usually I thought it takes, you know, lesbians, they like certain private parts. They don't like penis. So, you know, usually I thought lesbians are reserved to a certain type. And the same thing goes for homosexuals, right? But apparently in this strange world, you know, transsexuals, say even lesbians who only want to date women with vaginas are actually transphobic. Or men who only want to date men with penises and they're gay, right? They're the gay of the LGBTQ, the G in LGBTQIA+. They're transphobic because they want their sexual partners to be real men. <laughs> you can't do that. You're not being inclusive. You're being judgmental because apparently men can have vaginas. Men can menstruate. Men can give birth. And the Democrats who have embraced this liberal insanity, this wokeism, you know, have just redefined a lot of different terms. And now, now the country is in a recession, right? The country, we, you know, what, what is the definition of a recession? We all know it. If you're an investor, I'm an investor, you know, and I've been investing since I was maybe in my mid-20s or early 20s. Why don't we just say early 20s? And we all know for a fact that a recession is two consecutive quarters of negative growth. It's always been defined that way. Always. It doesn't matter, Republican or Democrat. It does, doesn't matter. That's what a recession is. And apparently, the, the Democrats have now said that it's not a recession. It's really not a recession. And, and Joe Biden comes out today to address the public on the negative GDP growth, which is just amazing because you have negative GDP growth during an inflationary cycle. Usually a lot of the GDP that happens on is because of inflation. Like say, for example, if you have 1% growth, you know, the, the economy didn't, didn't expand by 1%. Uh, the price of goods just went up by 1% or a little bit less than that. So you can say, well, you know, did the, is, is the economy actually very, very hot or are things just getting a lot more expensive because the price of doing business has just gone up, right? So you have to always take that with a grain of salt. But when you have, when you, when you are, when you are in a recession and on top of that, <laughs> your, your currency and everyone is getting poor, everything's getting more expensive and, and your, your dollar is going down. It, it's not good. It's really not good. And what we are in, we're, we're in this very, very strange state where our economy is just so piss poor, horrible. Now, I'll be very honest. My wedding company, it's doing pretty good. It's really doing pretty good because I am taking the creme de la creme of the, of the people here in America. The, you know, my, my, my company you know, focuses on tourists. And right now, the only people who can come down to Hawaii are these people who are just, you know, you know the inflationary period of um, our, our country doesn't really affect them because they have steady jobs. They have, they have good government jobs uh, or they have, they're in a Silicon Valley job and they're booking my services. And they really don't care because they're okay or they think they're okay, but they still complain that everything is all freaking expensive, right? But I'm not getting the people who are hurting right now, the people who can't afford to travel to Hawaii. So I'm not a really good sounding board of saying, hey, you know, how, how is your business doing in this, you know, horrible economy? Well, right now it's doing actually pretty good. But I can see here in Hawaii, other businesses really, really struggling. Restaurants. My florist, 
um, you know, uh, everyone from like uh, who just owns a regular business, my limo companies, they're having such a hard time to stay in business because the price of gas keeps going up and up and up. I talked to some wedding couples who had to cancel their wedding plans with me because, you know, they own some of them are truckers and they said, Steve, like the price of diesel went like so high up that it doesn't make sense for us to actually, you know, truck around America right now or to deliver goods. You know, it, it just makes sense for just to us for it to stay home and maybe get another job, work at Walmart for what work at Walmart or work somewhere until the gas prices kind of come down a little because it's too expensive to drive around our diesel semi truck. That's what we're living in right now. But anyway, right now, my company is doing good, right? And I, again, before I, before I go any further, I want to thank you all for booking with me. I know a lot of you have, uh, a lot of you listen to my podcast that book with me. Thank you so much. I just shot another one of my last couples and they found me through the podcast. And, uh, you know, I don't make money off the advertising and podcast, but boy, do I make money off <laughs> you folks who listen to my podcast say, Hey, I want to meet this guy. I want to, I want to give him some of my business. And it's great. Thank you. Thank you very, very much. Now, make no mistake that our country at this moment, is an, an if, uh, is in a recession right now. Are we headed toward a depression? <laughs> I really think so, unfortunately. Do I think my company will get hurt? Oh, yeah. It really, really will. And it's not going to be pretty. It's really not going to be, pre- be pretty. And that's why I'm saving up on the side. I'm putting a nest egg on the side. Uh, my emergency fund is growing because I don't think... A lot of my wedding couples are going to be able to afford to come to Hawaii to get married. I think they're just going to stay home because the price of food is going up again. The price of gas is is surely not coming down. And the Democrats, the people in charge, are not doing anything to do anything in their power to to control (laughs) hyperinflation. and, and, And they're not doing anything in their power to control the price of gas. Now, why is everything so expensive right now? It's because the price of gas has gone through the roof. Why is the price of gas going through the roof? Well, it's because Joe Biden has attacked the fossil fuel industry uh, with, uh, with so many regulations. Um, and uh, a, lot of people, a lot of people who invest into the fuel industry are very negative on it. Joe Biden and his cohorts, his, all of his little minions around him, or maybe Joe Biden is, could be one of the minions, they want us to transition into green energy. And uh, their solution, even for this whole you know, negative GDP growth, this, this, this recession, is to give more tax credits, more, more incentive to go green. You know, Joe Biden came out today, he gave a press conference that said, well, help is on the way. You know, we're giving more incentives for people to, to have more green jobs, to install solar panels out there, work on, work on wind farms. And if you want a solar panel, if you want an EV car, if you want a Tesla, you can go out and get one. We're giving you incentive to go buy one. And that's how we're going to get ourselves out of this whole recession. <laughs> but he didn't use the R word. He really, really didn't use the R word. And the White House right now is insisting that this economy, our economy is really, really, really strong, historically strong. And they're saying, look at all the job growth we had. Look at all the jobs we created historically. And not in any time has any other administration created as many jobs as they have ever created, ever, ever, ever. And they saved America because when Joe Joe Biden took office, you know, there's a lot of people who are unemployed. But why, 
But we know why they're unemployed. <laughs> they're unemployed because liberals, liberals and Democrats and Democratic states locked down everyone, like here in Hawaii, and all of a sudden, we didn't get locked down, and now we have our jobs back. It's not creating new jobs. It's actually, you know, having your job back. And here's the thing. During COVID, because you locked everyone down, they transitioned out of their jobs. So you don't have that talent anymore. A lot of your waiters and your waitresses who worked in the food industry, they're out doing something else. You know, they got another skill. They're out doing something else. A lot of them, a lot of them, you know, you know, you know a lot of truckers are doing something else. A lot of, uh, a lot of wedding photographers are doing something else. You know, for me, I'm starting a barbecue company. <laughs> I may leave Dream Weddings Hawaii behind. I don't know. But I'm starting a barbecue company on top of this. So I acquired a skill during the lockdowns, right? Um, Pitmaster Keith, he works at the supermarket, but he will be doing the barbecue full time once we get up and running. So he will be one of the people who I'm talking about. And it's, it's like this all over the nation. And, and, and this is a result of the lockdowns. It really, really is. Now, is the economy strong right now? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. You know, when you go to a restaurant and you wonder why, well, why aren't they staying open that long? Why, why can't they stay open as long as they did before? It has nothing to do with COVID, right? Why is food taking a little longer to come out of the kitchen? It's because they're understaffed and a lot of people have just left. And there's, there's no employees who want to come in there to actually like, you know, pick up the slack. And you have to train people, right? You know, you, even if you want to be a waiter, even if you want to work in a movie theater and, uh, you know, serve popcorn, you, there's a training period. And right now they don't have the, their, their employees who they were already trained. There's nothing there. So you have this huge, huge gap of talent of, um, of, of employees who just have left. So, so the economy is not strong as it was before. It really, 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 really isn't. So not only has our economy contracted in two consecutive quarters, right? But growth, um, business investment, and consumer spending has also fallen. And this also, 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 also includes the real estate market. So the real estate, we're going to see real estate starting to come down. Uh, right now, the only thing that's propping up real estate is foreign investment, especially here in Hawaii. <laughs> you know, I, I was... um. I go on this bike ride every, every now and then. I think once a month with my friend Mitch uh, over at Bike Factory. He has this great bike. He has a really great ride out. Um, <laughs> some of the kids are troublemakers, but uh, you know they, they go over there and do wheelies and, and, and go in between the cars, but eh, he, he really can't control any of it. But anyway, we go on this bike ride, and we ride by these multi-million dollar condos right there on top of the beach, right, in, right by Waikiki, right before you get into Waikiki. And uh, I've never stepped foot into any of these multi-million dollar condos. But you look over there, and we're riding bike at maybe 8 p.m., 9 p.m., and it's dark. <laughs> I can count on maybe one hand on how many of the lights on are, are on at these multi-million dollar condos. Maybe five. Maybe five at the most. This is in a building where there's maybe about 200 you know, units, right? And the reason why, all of them are sold out. The reason why the lights are not on is because nobody's living in them. Locals are not, are not there. These condos are parked investments, usually for foreign investors, a lot of times for Chinese investors. And 
you know, I, I remember um, I went out to my, my cousin lives right by there. And I looked right across the street. He lives right by one of the expensive condos. And every single condo over there, almost every single condo, not everyone, the, the lanai, the patio, they were out there outfitted with the same with the same grill, with the same furniture, with the same drapes, with the same everything. They're all bought, but nobody has moved in. And it's, it looked like that. It looks as though nobody has even touched any of the furniture that comes with the condo uh, because they just haven't had time. And this is the, the state that we're living in here in Hawaii. And that's the, again, foreign investment. It's the only thing holding up uh, 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 holding up the real estate market right now. Talk about foreign investment. I'm going to pivot real quick. This just popped into my head. Did you know that over in Oklahoma, they have uh, a, a lot of the land there in Oklahoma, the Chinese are buying up huge parcels of land that are next to military installations by the masses over there in Oklahoma. That is crazy. Now, what do they want to do with it? I don't trust the Chinese government. It's not the Chinese people. It's, it's the Chinese government are buying up parcels of land. What is the Chinese government planning to do on their property here? Right? You know, I don't trust the Chinese government at all. By the way, if you have TikTok, they're probably spying on you. They're, it can record your audio. It can record, you know, what you like, what you don't like to do. It can record a lot of different things out there. And, you know, your, your phone is like a, is like literally a device to spy on you. And if you have TikTok on your phone, the Chinese are, are taking that data. They're, they're, they're uh, putting it on the side. And who knows? They may use that against you if you ever gain power and are being put into a compromised position. I wonder how Hunter Biden's, uh, you know, cell phone, all of his cell phone, his intimate cell phone pics, the ones that were not on the laptop, all of a sudden got available. Uh, onto the internet, you know, the ones where he's doing a lot of different, like, you know, X-rated things. Was it through TikTok or was it through a different, different uh, thing? Yeah. If he has TikTok on top of his phone, I bet, you know, they can probably get access to it. It's not the most secure. Now, I, I understand how popular TikTok is, but you got to think about that before putting it on your phone. I don't have it on my phone, not at all. I do have some other things on my phone, which I think they are like, you know, spying on, but at least I don't think it's the Chinese thing that's spying on. <sighs> anyway, oh, oh, just in case you think I'm a racist, I'm, I'm 100% Chinese and I don't trust the Chinese government. A lot of Chinese do not trust the Chinese government. All right. <sighs> so anyway. This is the, the type of, this is what I just wanted to talk about today. I need to get something off the chest before I head to bed. You know, I try to podcast more, but I'm going to end it here because it's 3.31 a.m. in the morning and uh, I got some work to do. And uh, anyway, I'm going to end it here. Thank you so much for listening. I'll be talking to you soon. I'm going to be watching some movies this week. I think I'll do a movie review instead of complaining about politics. How's that sound? And that's it for now. I will talk to you later. Bye. All right, everyone, that's it for today. I had fun podcasting. If you like what you hear, please share my podcast. If you can't find me, look on your favorite podcast platform and look for BBQ2 Movies. That's BBQ T.O. Movies. Yeah, the T.O. is not the number two, by the way. It is T.O., like Terrell Owens. So that's BBQ2 Movies. Catch you around. <laughs>